is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. On with me, as always, is my beloved co-host, Eric. How are we doing this morning, Eric? Hey, I think we're doing all right. We have had um, our fun with uh, robot technology this morning. Uh, hopefully that right. will not creep its way into the episode. And if so, hopefully there's a great technician that can uh, take out the and fix the audio. So we will see. But I do, I, I do what I can. Um, yeah. I've, I've tried to do a better job as of late. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. So. Eric, in and amongst the having to, you know, disconnect and reconnect because one or the other of us turns into a robot on Skype, we did actually manage to put together a concept for today's episode. And you had mentioned the possibility of discussing cancel culture, which I find intriguing. So so we might be dipping into, you know, perhaps a little more controversial topics than the, than the yeah. usual nonsense we drive into with the Toddcast. But I figure, well, hey, let's give it a shot. There'll probably still be some nonsense involved. I'm sure I won't oh, be able to, there's, we won't there's be able to completely nonsense. go in. Yeah. I but mean, this, I, this... I, intend, I intend to use this as a platform to cancel Barney the dinosaur, even though, you know, he's been off the air for God knows how long. I have deep-seated resentment, and uh, well, this is this is how I'm going to, you know, express that. So well, nonsense right. right out the gate. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Todd, here's, here's the scenario, is that, um, you know, obviously, I'm a professional wrestling fan and there has been some cancel culture that just happened recently in the professional wrestling world which i was like completely unaware of and of course i find out about my cancel culture events on twitter Um, right every every now and then it'll bleed onto like um youtube or facebook but for the most part twitter is where i find out when people are being canceled and good or bad that also is probably where most people get canceled right i tend to think twitter is is the chief platform for that i mean admittedly i'm not on facebook much so it might maybe it happens there and i'm just not aware of it but yeah i I know every time i see it it's because there's some hashtag of you know cancel so and so or hashtag so and so is over party or or whatever a lot of that happens which you know it gets enough momentum and starts to trend and the next thing you know there's a twitter moment about it and and so on and so forth. Yeah, that, that's my chief source of info. Okay, well, why don't – for those that might not be familiar with cancel culture, um, I'm, I think you have a far better way with words because you read a lot more. And that might not be the real <laughs> – you know. so give, give us a, a definition okay. or at least your best explanation of what exactly cancel culture is or when you get canceled, what that means. So I, I, we will launch into the next iteration of Todd Mansplains a thing. And today's topic <laughs> is cancel culture. So, um, yeah. So knowing full well that I'm, I'm, I'm mansplaining this, we'll, we'll, we'll give it the best shot. Um, so it is essentially when somebody has done something that a, a group perceives as, as not okay or incorrect or, or bad. And, and it, you know, in, in a lot of cases, it, that, that is correct. Um, I've seen a lot of it in relation to we found out so-and-so is a pedophile or so-and-so is a, you know, abusive person, or we find out so-and-so is a racist. So there's plenty of times where this happens where there's good reason. But basically, someone gets on Twitter and says, hey, this person is a, is a real jerk for this reason, and throws a hashtag to some effect canceling this person. The idea being to spread the word and sort of sway the, the court of uh, social opinion 
against this person, thus canceling them. You know, basically making it so that no one is into them anymore. No one's, you know, buying their records, watching their movies, enjoying their TV shows, etc. It's kind of social social media character assassination. And like I said, sometimes sometimes it's it's pretty well justified. There are times where I see it where it's like, really, come on, that I don't know that that makes the most sense or that you've got a very compelling argument. So you know, in this particular topic. I kind of sway back and forth and it kind of goes on a case by case basis, depending on who it is that's, that's, that's being talked about and who it is that's being canceled and why. Does yeah, that, does that it, break it down sufficiently? Eric? Yeah. And I think even you've led into almost my, my reason for wanting to even discuss it with you today, because I find myself in that same boat and uh, it, it's a matter of it's good, but it's also super dangerous and, or can be bad. Right. Because, you know, granted, People that, you know, please expose all the assholes in the world. And I will say generally, and I know this could be wrong or right, I don't know. It generally seems to me that most of the cancel culture is coming through. I would I would honestly say I, most of the time I've seen cancel culture coming from, like, dudes. That's all there is to it. I, I've only – I haven't seen too many female, like, cancel culture, like, where the females are being super attacked. So – Okay, okay, you're saying the, the target, not necessarily the source. Well, the tar- well, because what happens is, from all the cases I've seen, um, I've seen some comedians, and I've seen some powerful, you know, CEOs and stuff, and a lot of those are like, yes, take those fuckers down, and uh, right. this this is a, an explicit episode, put that E on there. Um, okay, <laughs> so... I normally put uh, that E on there just as, just in case, because I have a, a potty mouth, and it, so it, it comes the, through. So, the and, episode yeah. that we, we just read the alphabet also gets it, the... The uh, explicit warning. Huh. It's it's it's, a, it's, good. it's a shame. I was really trying to get the younger audience, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but but so so a lot of the times I'm seeing myself and and like a lot of times I'm like, yeah, cancel them. They deserve to be canceled. Thank you for outing them. Continue to do that. And then some of it gets to the point where I'm like, all right, this guy was a comedian, and he tweeted something for a brand eight years ago that was pretty. Yes, it's colorful. But now this dude has been canceled for a tweet that is so old and is not even like a representation of who they are now. And and then I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's great that you, you like I almost feel like the comedians now are not able to completely have, I guess, freedom of saying whatever to, to for, in a joke sense. And then the other side of me says, well, you know, if they said it once or if they even inklet at one time are they going to change? Is that a real true feeling? And if you say it out loud and you put it in a public forum, then you have every right to be judged. So it's a really controversial topic in my brain where I go back and forth, not on every occasion. Let's just put it that way. I don't believe that every occasion is warranted of giving people benefit of the doubt. There are some very, you know, if a hundred people come out and say you did something or, you know, more than likely you're, you're, you deserve to get canceled. And I would probably say nine out of 10 people, that are being canceled are justifiably canceled for being idiots and or whatever, you know, wrong they did that should put them behind bars or at least not get paid to do what they do anymore. But that's, you know, no. And, and I, and I think that's fair. And, and to me, the, the advantage or the, the pro of having a cancel culture type situation is that some of this stuff gets brought to light that might not have other otherwise come to light. You know, you find out so and so is a is a flaming racist or a giant asshat homophobe or or whatever. And I think that's useful for po- for folks to know because you might not otherwise know that. And 
you're happily consuming something that you know maybe you didn't catch all the some of the specific pieces of nonsense but you're still sort of supporting what is essentially a garbage person if someone is like i said racist or homophobic or or you know abusive to people they they shouldn't be making they shouldn't be making money off of that you know vehicle that they use to also deliver you know that type of venom into the world and there's a lot of cases where you where you see this happen it's there are things for which there isn't necessarily a preponderance of evidence that you could use to take a person to court. Like, oh, you know, so-and-so did this thing. Well, there, you know, the only evidence is, is sort of hearsay. So it's not like you can take them to court and, and get justice that way. Or, you know, there's not enough for their HR people to fire them or whatever. And so you sort of have to take it to the court of public opinion. And that's kind of where the cancel, the canceling comes into play because okay yeah we're not necessarily gonna get you fired but we're gonna make life miserable for you you racist abusive asshat that we're going to we're gonna we're gonna get our own sort of justice out of this yeah and you know again you 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 bring up a good point and that's why i kind of have to take it case by case because there are points where it's like yeah okay there are 30 different people who are all saying that this this guy was doing super inappropriate things and no one's able to take any specific action on them. This gets the word out there. This this helps achieve the goal. There are also times you see these things where it's like, like you said, you know, somebody said a thing 17 years ago that's just come to surface. And we're like, oh, well, we just found this to so cancel this guy. And I think I think all of it, you need to have a, a bit of a you need to apply your own reasoning to it and, you know, look at the evidence and look at, you know, what is known and, and what isn't known. And kind of go off of that whether or not you're going to, you know, participate in the canceling. Because, again, I, I, I don't think it justifies anybody's actions to, to pull the whole, well, it was a different time. Yes, that may be true, but that doesn't necessarily excuse someone using racial slurs or, or, you know, homophobic language or whatever. But at the same time, people do change. People can grow. And, you know, if mm-hmm. if... If somebody digs up something that I tweeted eight years ago that that was not appropriate and and brought yeah. that to me today, I'd like to think that I would be horrified and be apologetic and be like, oh, crap, I am super sorry. That is not, you know, I have learned the error of my ways. And if if that's if that's honestly, you know, where they're coming from, then maybe the canceling is a bit, you know, premature. Well, yes. And you I know. think a lot of it comes down once one. <laughs> How do they react? You know, I've seen some like. People that just deny or like go offline or like, I don't know. I feel like if, if you're being attacked or, or you, you've been canceled, so to speak, like how you respond to that is probably pretty important. And I mean, this is why there's obviously PR, you know, and people have publicists and right. stuff to cover, cover all that stuff. And I mean, right. but I, I sometimes feel like you can genuinely tell when somebody's like, yeah, this, this was, you know, not a clear reflection on me now. You know, this was things that happened. Now, granted, there are cases that you're not going to be forgivable. Like, I'm sorry if you're abusing people or, you know, even abusing power. And truthfully, I feel like it's never been okay to be racist. No. <laughs> so, no. so like, at, so I'm sorry that he, you know, and I will give a small pass to comedians because their sole job is some job, some comedians' job is, essentially is to say things of color to get reaction. Now, I'm not saying everything they say should be, you know, there has to be a line where it's like, yeah, we're not crossing that line. Obviously, uh, the gentleman from Seinfeld like crossed that line when he right. was, you know, you know, like that's that. But but if you have a certain act or thing and you're 
I guess you're going to hurt somebody with any type of joke you're ever going to say. So I, I will give a little bit more of clearance towards an, a, a comedian if they made a poor taste joke in the past that might not be PC today. Um, but if you, right. I don't think racism well, was ever PC, so I don't I don't think I'd give you a clear joke there. Um, no. You know, I don't think, uh, you know, rape and or, you know, sexual assault has ever been PC, you know. No. So, no. You know, but so so I've seen and I mean, the highest profiles, I guess, of people that's been canceled that I can think of, like James Gunn, for instance, I thought was one that was like, all right, guys, that was a little, little, little much. And I can't remember exactly what he said. Um, I know it was it was a as a bad uh, it was a bad joke from. Geez, I think it was 10, 12 years ago or something like that when he was working for Troma Films, which was a pretty a Troma's uh, the the Toxic Avenger franchise. Okay. Familiar. Okay. It's a very yeah. it's a very it's a movie studio, a very small movie studio with that was kind of like known for its raunchiness in kind of low class films, so to speak. So he said something years ago when he was part of that and promoting something, and I don't recall what the exact content was. I believe it was some who knows. Uh, I'm, I don't even, you know, I, I'm not going to say what I think it was because I don't know. Um, either right. way, he got canceled right away. He had a nice apology tour. He got canceled from um, making films, and basically he was making Guardians of the Galaxy, and they, you know, let him go and stuff. But I think what he did was he actually legitimately like apologized and said like this was years ago, and and. I don't, you know, wouldn't make jokes or, or in light of that now and so forth. And essentially they went through the, a lot of people supported him, I guess. Um, he's essentially got his job back, but I think he did it right instead of, you know, just denying everything and, you know, or saying, yeah, this is, you know, it was, you know, instead of the whole thing, well, yeah, it was 10 years ago. Why does it matter now? As opposed to saying, yeah, that was in poor taste. We all make mistakes on stuff like that because we're all humans and we're all going to say things that are <laughs> going to offend somebody at some point in time. Um, but I think that was the biggest profile one, and that's probably the one that had the most redemption because I don't think anybody like holds him. I don't think he's continued to be canceled. I think he came back. He got renewed, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and I think that's the thing. I mean, you can't just expect to to you know somebody somebody you know you canceled or you you do something wrong and somebody busts you on it, like just popping up and going, oh yeah, I'm sorry. That that does not absolve you of everything. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But recognizing that you you made a mistake and and you know making it clear that you've a this is not a thing that you're continuing to do b you've learned since then to where it's like okay this this thing you grabbed from a decade ago is no longer an accurate snapshot and it sucks that i did this and i wish i hadn't and if i had to do over again i wouldn't like that's that's different than like you said, you know, somebody's like gets canceled for saying some dumbass thing, you know, two weeks ago, and they come out and go, yeah, what, what do you, what, what's, what's the problem, Snowflake? I'm not allowed to say anything because it's, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's a well, false that, equivalent. I think also. that was almost like, what happened with Roseanne, right? I mean, I don't remember what she said. I know, I think it was racist, I believe. Yeah, um, right. She said, and she got canceled, and you know, and and a lot of it comes down to, I think, a lot of times, even if the if the the public doesn't necessarily cancel them. A lot of times the PR of the brands that they oh, yeah. represent. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll see how that kind of affects. We'll, we'll take a break here, and when we come back, we'll see how brands deal with the cancelization of those folk. And we are back. We were just kind of talking about the one aspect is when you're on Twitter and, and the individuals that have done something of notice, people, you know, take them down, rightfully so, with a cancel. And then sometimes 
sometimes and a lot of I, what I've noticed is the companies that represent, whether it be if they're a movie or if they're representing an agency or, you know, in, in, in sports, their organization, they'll cancel right. them before anybody else as soon as it starts to see some movement. And no, I don't always just... feel I don't always feel that they're doing it for the right of um, I mean, I think it's the, they're covering their butts a lot of the time. You know, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 damage control. They're like, okay, yeah. there's there's a thing here. This could become toxic. We have a choice. Do we continue to support this person and carry the baggage of that toxicity, or do we cut and run and and look like the good guys and therefore don't lose revenue? Is is what I imagine that that decision is coming down to. And I think that's fair. Like, oh, as a business I, I, person, I, it's fair. I, you know, well, I I I personally feel that a lot of these people that got. You know, some of the higher ups, and I know this is not right necessarily to stereotype and categorize them all, but I'm thinking to myself, if this was all said done in a back office room and nobody knew about it and it wasn't public perception, that you know, would they let that person go? And that's that is more of a problem, I think, with you know <laughs> Oh, probably not. And that's exactly that's that's why that's the, the whole problem, cancel right? thing becomes a thing is is to that's shed it. light yeah. onto these things. Yeah, because yeah, put, if, put if, pressure on if, the corporate. Yeah, if Roseanne was just spewing her her toxic nonsense amongst her buddies, and no one ever knew about it, you know, she'd still have a show. She she didn't. She said that stuff on you know a public forum, and it's way out of line. And the folks that are funding that are like, no, nah, we're not going to align ourselves with this. Goodbye. Um, yeah. You know, and I think there there might be times where where people where the you know the the corporate folk might pull that trigger a little too soon but i don't know that that's that that's super often the case and i'm kind i'm kind of of the opinion that there seem to be a lot of things coming to light as of late in terms of people who are racist or or sex offenders and and sex offenders you know homophobes just just yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of hate in the world that's been quiet and in in sort of the under, under the covers and under not yeah not real out in the open there and i'm kind of glad that you know when that starts to get exposed people aren't just oh here's this gross thing let's put it back under the rug and hope it goes away but people are like oh hey here's the thing let's get the fuck rid of it because we need i mean that's that's what we need to do if we're ever going to get better as as a you know society is to you know start to get rid of some of this nonsense and this is one way to do it you call them out on it and like I said, if you call them out on it and it's and if it's not current, if because there's a difference between, oh, I made a mistake back in the day and, oh, I did a thing back in the day, but I meant that shit. And that's, you know, different than this is a thing I'm doing all day, every day, still, you know, current events, yeah. you know, and in in the first case, there there should be some some hope of redemption. If, if people can't ever come clean and learn from their mistakes and become better, and you're just going to cancel or ruin them anyway. There's not, I guess, there's not really that takes away an incentive for people to actually improve, which I don't think is necessarily helpful. Yeah. But in the other two cases where it's like, yeah, I'm a dick and I don't care, I, I, I will continue to be a dick. Like you, you've, you've got to call them out. You've got to cut them off. If there's no retribution of any sort, it's just going to perpetuate. I mean, you've mentioned. A couple of times, you know, comedians and, you know, their job is to make jokes about uncomfortable things and stuff. And, and, you know, to a degree, yes. But I think that I think that's also 
a, a tricky situation because if you're someone who has made your career off saying, you know, controversial things that also include things that are abusive or hate or hateful, well, maybe you shouldn't, maybe that shouldn't be your job. Like maybe, maybe you need to find a different outlet. Maybe there's something you should do because yeah, you mean it as a joke, but other people aren't necessarily going to take that as a joke sure. either because they're, they're legitimately hurt, hurt by what you're saying or they adopt the nonsense that you're spewing. You're saying it as a joke. They are taking it seriously and taking your words and phrases and, and using them as weapons. And that, that probably should stop. And so if you're you're one of those comedians like, well, what am I supposed to do? Just, you know, talk about rainbows and butterflies. Well, no, it doesn't. You've got to adapt to like extreme. the rest of us. Right. Right. You <laughs> just you just you know, maybe you work on your act to have it not be so so horrifying. Like there, there's still a whole spectrum of, of things that you could talk about and, and subtle, subtle things you can do that don't tear people down. And, well, you know, they also you evolve, you adapt, they all, you overcome, yeah, well, they, and they also have to realize that 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 their aspect has always been pretty risky. I mean, because what's the, here? Here is the thing: there's no doubt about it that times have changed. What you could say even ten years ago does not fly today, and I think oh, yeah. it's a matter of along with social media and other avenues to get word out. You start or becoming more tolerant or. Um, exposed that yes, there are actual people different than you in this world. You know, like right. I live in the Ohio Valley. There is not a ton of diversity, but luckily I see a ton of diversity online. I get to witness. You know, all right, there's you know I have friends of different sexual orientations and different you know ethnicities and stuff like that. So you realize that maybe in your small group of friends saying something, you know, that would doesn't offend anybody there, and you get a bunch of laughs. Um, yeah, you're going to offend somebody, you know, like this may sound as stupid as it is, but I was scrolling through Twitter the other day and I, I popped on a, um, there's a video clip from Bill Maher on his old ABC night show or whatever. And he had a bunch of wrestlers right. on there and Bill Maher basically was like, well, what you guys do is fake, right? Or whatever. And then Roddy Piper like ripped him a new asshole <laughs> basically was like, right. and he, you know, and he's like, yeah. Look, and he, he's like, but you don't have any bruises. And Piper dropped his pants and showed this giant bruise right on his leg and like shut him up. And I'm like, well, you know, I was offended by Bill Maher saying that now, am I a snowflake for that? Ah, you know, like, I, you know, but I can understand why a wrestler would be offended. But the fact is, he Bill Maher probably says a lot of that stuff with his comedian friends. But the moment he's in a room with a bunch of wrestlers, he just offended five different dudes. So, oh, yeah. So, it, you know, when it comes down to it, like, yes, I could be in a room and I could say something to get a joke or whatever. And it might not offend anybody, but it offends somebody out there. And I think now as a culture, we are being more uh, sophisticated and understanding like, all right, it might not personally affect you, but saying something of hate. Uh, or, or if it's part of your routine, you're going to need to adapt because that's just not going to work anymore. And I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think it's a matter of like, you probably, we probably never should have been saying stuff to offend or hurt large chunks of, you know, <laughs> the world anyway, whether it got a laugh or not from your, your followers. So the comedian route, and that's where I kind of like, all right, you couldn't take a stand up act from 10 years ago, play it today and, and, and grade it on the same level. Like, yes, whatever they said 10 years ago is going to be far less PC and for that matter, shouldn't be nearly as funny to this audience, but I wouldn't take that same, um, comedian and cancel them because of something they did when it was not, not justifiable, but it was more of the norm. And I think that's going to happen today. Well, People are going and to make I think, a, you, you know, yeah, I think, I, I think that's, I think that's the difference. It's not that any of these things were okay then. And they're not okay now. I mean, a lot of things were never okay. 
but I think that there's a heightened awareness that these things are not okay. Like, yeah, it it, it was never it was never okay to. I'm, I I don't want to say the words because I I don't even like saying that. But like, if you're referring to you know someone who's homosexual with mm-hmm. the f word, sure, that that that's never been okay. But you can scroll back through various forms of media from yesteryear where they're they're saying that left and right sure um it's never it's never been okay it's never been it it wasn't as widely known that that is a terrible thing and you should not say that that's That's hurtful to people as it is now and so yeah if you if you had a stand-up 10 years ago and you're saying that f word it's it's not okay if you recorded your stand-up special two weeks ago and you're saying that same stuff that's a freaking can't yeah then you get canceled. And and I think that's just you should. Right. And I think that's the only issue that I'm having with some of this. And of course, what happens is you get these extremes. Like there's obviously cancel culture that helped. Like the Me Too movement was the biggest one and it was the most, you know, it was the most prolific in a sense. Like that needed to happen, right? You know, oh, and there's absolutely. other there's other ones out there that need to happen because these people of power can't, you know, be taken down any other way. So it's like you know, it's democracy right. really at its best in right. a sense. Oh, yeah. You know. But then oh, yeah. I what I get frustrated with are the ones where it's just like you're really holding a 16-year-old accountable for something they tweeted when they were in high school that, you know, and now they're losing their job when they're 25, 26, you know, without the – without, like, any understanding, like, a 16-year-old is an idiot for the most part. You know, like, like, can we not figure out what they've done recently before we cancel their ass? And, you know, that's what's recently happened. And I think yeah. I think corporations – I think – I think corporations will a lot of times not slap on the wrist, but like make a, all right, we're suspending you. We're firing you with, with the intent saying, all right, here's the deal. You need to make sure that you get the training necessary or, or go through the, you know, rehab necessary to fix any issues that you have, but let the time pass on good behavior. You can come back and this is not going to kill your career. Cause let's face it. We've seen a lot of celebrities and or people that have gone through, pretty nasty things and being able to come back. And I, it's not like I, I'm sad for these poor celebrities or whatever like that. I mean, <laughs> if you said something dumb eight, nine years ago, you better understand that you're going to, you could be held accountable for it. And that's why I think right. truthfully, it's pretty important to talk <laughs> to the youth about what you put on the internet. And truthfully, oh, yeah. I actually, uh, recently I was actually interviewed for, uh, one of these, um, basically a digital like seminar type thing. And that's one thing they had me talk about is like the impact of what you put on the internet and how it could come back. Like, so just don't put anything oh, yeah. on the internet just because you feel like it, you know, it, you, because this stuff kind of, you know, somebody was going to take a screenshot. If it's, someone's going to take a screenshot and it come back and bite you. So right. be careful with that. But I, I mean, my, the whole concept for me where I get really tied up is like, give, give the person, if it's a racy joke or anything like that, look at the timeline. If it was yesterday, cancel their ass, take them down. If it was eight, 10 years ago, look at it and be like, all right, is this person who they really are? You can call them out for it because you might under, you might uncover some stuff. But hopefully oh, yeah. as a society, we really cancel those that need canceled and the other ones. We're not just throwing up, you know, fire drills or every right. single person. Because then once again, if we all get canceled because, <laughs> you know, heaven forbid if we get canceled for using the words you're wrong, you know, because I've done that a couple of times. If I forgot that apostrophe and then they start canceling because right. we're, we're not good at grammar. Right. I don't want it to get to the point where everything possible done is under such a microscope that you can take somebody down because you don't like them, which I'm not saying is the case. I don't want anybody to think that like right now 
the police is coming out and they're, you know, the social justice warriors are taking out everybody just because they don't like them. I think there is just cause for most of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, and like I said, I mean, it, I think it comes down to if you if you see somebody being canceled, see if you can't find out why that is and what the scenario yeah. is and not just in the nutshell of the one thing they called out that they did, you know, try and look at the broader picture. And like I said, if they're if they're trying to if they're trying to learn and grow from it or if they already have learned and grown and that's just old news, I think you need to, you know, take that in that context and, you know, give them that benefit of the doubt and give them that opportunity to be better and, you know, hopefully use all of this attention to bring the light that, Hey, listen, yeah, I fucked up back in the day and that was messed up and that was not, not cool. And I've learned, and I want to use this opportunity to share with other people about how this is not cool. And if you are, you know, this was me eight years ago, not today. If you today are still doing this stuff, stop. And here's why. And I think there should be some some hope for redemption. If by that same token, you know, somebody gets canceled for doing some bullshit and they're like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Then, yeah, congratulations. You you deserve everything that's coming to you because you, you clearly haven't learned and you're just going to continue to spew your toxic nonsense and you don't deserve that benefit of the doubt. And, and I guess That's a lot it. of what I just said is more along lines of, you know, words that were spoken, opinions or jokes that were made that are in poor taste or hurtful. You know, to me, none of this applies to, oh, you know, 10 yeah. years ago, so-and-so whipped his dick out in front of a bunch of whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, sorry. Like, yes, you There's... should not be doing that now. And hopefully you've learned your lesson and you are no longer like that. But I can't erase, you know, sexual assault like that doesn't have a, a time stamp on it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like that's... You're, some some choices we make are not great, <laughs> you know, and, and are recoverable. Other choices you make are really not great. And y- you're just going to have to live with that. You, you, you know, you really need to think about what you're doing before you do a thing. That's, and that's kind of how that works, right? <laughs> that's and, how well, life is. And in cases, in cases where it is somebody, you know, doing some, some sexual, whatever, like that shit didn't just happen out of nowhere. You didn't, you know, trip and fall down. You, you, you made moves to make that thing happen. And odds are that's quite possibly part of who you are and what you do. That's not forgivable in the same sense as, oh, yeah, I, I didn't realize that I was going to piss off or offend this group of people by saying this insensitive thing. It's I have ruined this other person's life. And yeah, yeah screw you. You're, you're, you're not any, coming yeah. back from that. That's it. And and I honestly, here's a rule of thumb. If it could be punishable in, in court and you can go to jail for it, uh, your ass deserves to be canceled. And if you somehow got away with it and somebody brings it to light later, yeah, your ass needs to be canceled. Uh, nobody needs yeah. to be paying your ass to do it, you know. And and that's and you know the thing is what brought the attention is that I have friends on both sides of the aisle that says cancel culture is going too far. You can't have anything. You can't do anything. Can't say anything. And then then also like you know the other aspect is like well without it then you're never going to see change. So I can see I can see where and I just want to be, you know, in that part where it's a matter of like yes, let's use it for good, not just because we're vengeful. Don't just cancel somebody because we don't like them. Cancel them because they deserve to be canceled for some reason or another. And a lot of that comes down to is that person a shithead? And and if we can determine that person's a shithead through lots of uh, you know, other people saying, "Yes, this guy was a shithead to me" and so forth because 
I'm sorry. I don't, you know, I cancel people all the time in my daily life. If you are a shithead <laughs> to me, I'm, I, but seriously, if I go yeah. to a restaurant or someone and that, and the person is a dick or is not friendly or polite or just, you know, in general, if you are a friend of mine and turns out that you are, you know, doing things that I'm like, all right, well, you are now canceled. Now, do I go on a public tirade and try to cancel you with everyone well it depends on how big of a dick you were but <laughs> <laughs> right right but for the most part like here you know the fact is we cancel people all the time we don't necessarily cancel their entire livelihood but like i don't want to be around negative shitheads and i'll tell you right now right. over the last couple of weeks i've seen some people that are like truly canceled because their their beliefs and feelings are so uh, it's not recoverable. Let's just put it that way. Like there are, there are cer certain things you do not have to believe what I believe by any means. You don't have to agree with what I agree with, but there are some core beliefs that I think you do have to align with me because I think it shows a lot about your character. And if, if you can't align there, ah, uh, you got canceled. So. Right. Right. No, I mean, the, the, yeah. Part of the, the growth I think in our society is things coming to light us us learning more about other people and what's okay and what isn't and adapting accordingly i mean i grew up in the ohio valley you know eric you know what it's like there there's there, yeah. there's there's almost no diversity to speak of there you know and i and i'm not trying to categorize everyone in the valley as you know a redneck or whatever but there's a fair chunk of them especially you know <laughs> in some God. of the places where we live that were out in the woods. They, they won't, they won't uh, be listening to this podcast. They will not be able to figure <laughs> it out. They'll be doing that rotary phone. Can't can't get it working quite, quite right. So but, <laughs> don't worry. The but, rednecks you know, will in, not cancel our ass. <laughs> in, 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 you know, in the 80s, in a place with almost no diversity and no oh, exposure sure. to, to yeah. anything and being surrounded by a bunch of, you know, bigoted, small-minded idiots, yeah. You know, there was regular exposure to that. People dropping the N-bomb left and freaking right. And does that does that give me a free pass to, to, to be that same way? No. You get out in the world, you learn things, you find out that, hey, this is messed up. People shouldn't be treated differently for the color of their skin and so forth. And you learn and grow from that. That's 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 how this is supposed to work. And granted, back then, you know, there, there, like I said, there wasn't internet, there wasn't, you know, as much media around, and so, you know, pretty much what you saw day to day, physically walking around, was your was your exposure to reality. Luckily, today we have the benefit of a gazillion different media channels to see all sorts of other things. And if you have access to all of that, and you still cling to some sort of idea that. A, an entire group of people are lesser than you are the problem and like i said if you if i'm if i was walking down the street and somebody is running around with a, a confederate flag dropping the n-word saying saying a bunch of nonsense you're right you you are you are dead to me like i i will i will do what i can to try and if, if it's possible to have an intelligent conversation and see if i can't get you to understand where that's not okay and where you know yeah have you, you know, have you considered this and, and try and turn them around? I'll do that. But if it's if it's clear that they're just they they've they're dug in, well, okay. I no longer am going to have anything to do with you or your business or anything else because life is too short to put any kind of energy into supporting the bullshit that you're you're producing. And That's I mean, it. yeah, we're we're yep. we're largely talking about this on sort of a you know a national or global scale, but that stuff still applies to you know, like you said, day to day life. If I'm oh every day, every yeah. day, <laughs> there's there's people that have just shown to be bad character and they represent certain brands and I do not represent I will not 
frequent those establishments anymore. I will not give them my money. Essentially, they're on a very small scale cancelization, and I do share my opinions with those that I care about, saying, ah, I oh, yeah. want to support these guys. Um, and that is, you know, that is the decisions you make, you know, like in, and it goes both ways. I understand that Todd, we're probably not going to get a lot of the, um, racist or rapist listening to this podcast and reviewing you. All right. You know, the fact is we, we choose to go out there and say, well, yeah, we don't necessarily want those, uh, individuals in our corner, <laughs> you know? Right. So, right. so when it comes down to it, if you're on the opposite side and you say, well, I only want those guys, well, just be aware that people like you or myself, uh, will not be frequenting your establishments or supporting you. So that is decisions we all make by putting this oh, stuff yeah. out in the air. You know, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a PR guy, a marketing guy. I understand the importance of, you know, uh, not necessarily talking about those things of religion, politics, sex, so forth. But there are definite things that I feel that, you know, yes, you, you, if you feel strongly enough about them, and that is part of your brand that will attract those positive people you want in your life and will detract the negative. And yes, you might not make as much money or because now you are segmenting your audience, but I don't think that's a bad thing sometimes. So no, so. If, if Todd cast gets canceled by the KKK, I, I think I might, I think I might have to have my graphic designer wife do up a logo proudly proclaiming that and, and make yeah. it part of the cover art. Um, please, please cancel us. You asshole <laughs> supremacist yeah. groups, please. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, this is probably the most, uh, you know, most serious topic that I've actually partaked with you. I know you've had many, uh, conversations, um, that have been in serious notion in the past and, uh, you, you know, the Toddcast listeners, uh, scroll back and find some of those episodes. Uh, but in general, I wanted to touch base on cancel culture, why it's good, why it's bad, uh, why it's, you know, it could be either one, depending on how, how, uh, we take it. So any uh, uh, lasting thoughts, Todd? Well, I guess, yeah, previously, you know, I've tried to keep the Toddcast somewhat non-political, kind of lighthearted, et cetera. But again, recent times have come to light that, you know, sometimes subtlety just doesn't work. And I'm not looking to turn this into, you know, a, a major political powerhouse and, and turn it into opinion talk radio or whatever no but we will not at have the that same time it's about <laughs> lights on and off that's about as, yeah. as red and blue as we get but i i think i think that there's also some some points in time where there are some topics that by not saying anything you're kind of saying something and i i, I think this this falls into into that category let's in the spirit of trying to to lighten the mood a bit let's let's take a quick break and when we come back, I'll go on an old-fashioned old man screaming at the clouds, get off my lawn style rant about something tangent to cancel culture that isn't really necessarily about cancel culture. So we're back in discussing cancel culture. Like I said, most, most of the way that I find out about these things is on Twitter. And I'm, I'm looking at Twitter and I'm looking at trending things and the hashtags. And, you know, invariably you see hashtag so-and-so is over party. And I'm curious to see, okay, what did so-and-so do? Mainly because I want to see, okay, what did so-and-so do? Is it a cancelable offense? Is it something that is recent? Is it something that was in the past? Like, again, I like to use critical, my own critical reasoning skills to determine if I actually want to cancel this person or not, or if it's just somebody trying to stir shit or whatever, right? So you click on the hashtag. And un unfortunately, what I find a lot of the times is you click on it and you have to scroll like 18 pages down to find out the actual reason because the, the K-pop fandoms 
have just taken the hashtag and just using them as a way to promote their fan cams. And you see so-and-so is canceled or hashtag so-and-so is canceled. And then, you know, a video of some, you know, Korean pop group doing their dance number. And you go through 18,000 of these before you can finally get to the information. And I find that annoying. Are you familiar with this, Eric? Well, Todd, I'm only familiar with the the K-pop by your conversation and I's, uh, I think, offline on a Marco Polo app. Or maybe it was a conversation. I don't know. Um, I wasn't aware of K-pop whatsoever until um, until a couple days ago. So, All right. So we go into the second Todd Mansplains section where Todd, Todd Mansplains K-pop. Poorly. I feel that's probably okay. worth mentioning because I am, okay. I am – I am not a fan of K-pop, and it's not that I have anything against K-pop. Let me be Cancel. real clear, because they now, will cancel the hell smart. out of me. This is yeah. I was gonna say this is not smart. It's just Todd. it's just not my taste in well, music. God, well, like K-pop I'm more of a guys, classic rock, heavy yeah. rock person. I'm not into pop music in general. Like American pop music is not really Todd. my cup of tea. Let, well, let's redeem ourselves real quick. I almost guarantee that I'd probably like some elements of K-pop. So there you go. I don't know yet, but I probably will because you like you know my musical taste. Oh so, yeah. Can continue well, explaining, but that that again, saves us it's from not, getting canceled. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not bad. I have nothing against against K-pop. The the music, the bands, the the fandom. I got nothing nothing against them. But it's popular music coming out of Korea. And they have an enormous fan base. It is impressive. It is it is awe inspiring. Mad props to those folks. And it's 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 a fandom that is not, as I understand it, limited to just folks in Korea. It's it's worldwide. I don't know a whole lot about BTS, but I know that they're a big thing, and everybody is into them. And they they are probably one of the biggest pieces of American visibility into into K-pop. And a lot of the a lot of the the fans have what they call fan cams, which are basically just video snippets from concerts. Like somebody's in the front row with a with a, a video recorder, watching the choreographed dances and so forth. And so they put them on Twitter all the time, which is great. If you're if you're into something, if you're behind something, and you want to share that thing, rock on. That's that's what this media is for. My complaint is not with the actual content of their stuff. It's that. They go into these hashtags and just take them over so you can't get to the information to find out, okay, what is wrong with so-and-so that we need to cancel them? Now, on the flip side of that, and, and perhaps this is where the redemption comes into play, I have recently decided that I absolutely love the K-pop fandoms. Because in addition to kind of annoying me in that, oh, I can't find out what this person did that we're canceling them, they also go into hashtags specifically to dilute the message. You know, with, with Black Lives Matter being in the forefront, as it should be, there are those asshats who want to chime in with All Lives Matter. And they try to get a hashtag All Lives Matter trending. And the K-pop folks said, yeah, no, fuck you. And they basically started just mass posting, just fan cams, hashtagging them with, you know, All Lives Matter. So that if you click on that, that hashtag, you're not going to get to some racist propaganda. You're going to see a bunch of, you know, excellent singers and dancers doing their best work right there in full force. And in, and just uh, I saw All Lives Matter trending and I'm like, what is this bullshit? And I clicked on it and it is just page and page and page and Troll. page it's, of, it's... of pretty people doing their dances. And I'm like, you know what? I used to get mad at you for screwing up my rotation, but you know what? You can screw up my rotation any day if you're going to do God's work by doing this kind of nonsense. And it was fantastic. Well, you, you know me. I, I love a good troll, so that's um, – mm. 
Yeah, I mean, if if you can effectively troll anyone, that's that's perfect. I do have an yeah. answer for your Todd for you. So okay. when you want to find out, I'm gonna tell. I mean, this this is a tricky. This is an insider tip. This is like okay. an MTCast snippet. All right. When you find a trending topic and you right. want to find out why that person's canceled, what you do is you go over to Google and you type in the guy's name or the girl's name and why they're right. canceled. And Google, their whole job is to give you results, not K-pop. So, so <laughs> although K-pop can kill the algorithm for Twitter, I don't know if they've beat the algorithm for Google yet. So when that happens, Todd, and you do not want to see K-pop, just head over to Google and uh, type it in. And uh, hopefully people like myself have optimized websites well enough that you will get the answer that you need from a trusted source that you believe. Um, and then you'll get that answer right away. But, but the one negative is you will not get to see all those nice singing and dancing, um, you know, concerts. So that is that's, my little tip of the day, Todd. There you go. A little, little pro, a little con there. That, that's fair. Yes. That's fair. That's good stuff. So, uh, you know, all right. I, I, I thought of something. I thought of something. Okay. And we'll, we can close the show off with this. It's, uh, you know, we, you, you and I talk about music all the time. I, there was a, there's a song by Weird Al Yankovic, all right, because, of course, this is how we end a very serious discussion. Uh, there was a song of Weird Al Yankovic that did a parody of a Taylor Swift song. So now we're getting real deep in the rabbit hole. Uh, he okay. did a, a song called TMZ, which is talking about the show TMZ, which the paparazzis, and they're essentially he's basically talking about how you know ridiculous it is that you know people can't go anywhere because they're getting pictures of every little normal thing that they're doing in life. And then there's one part where he gets kind of serious, but it's in a sarcastic tone that talks about how can any celebrity, you know, get away with, and he says it in a sense like they should be able to do this, you know, go on a racist rant, get a DUI and so forth. And it, and it makes sense. It's like, okay, we might hate TMZ and paparazzi, but essentially they were trying to sell stuff and, and find this juice and dirt. And that was probably the original cancelizations of people like, oh, this guy is a complete shithead. Look what he did. And I think Weird Al kind of sums it up perfectly in that song that it is ridiculous in many aspects, the whole paparazzi movement and being obsessed with celebrities. But right. there does come a point where like, yeah, there still is some good work done by exposing some of these assholes. Um, oh, yeah. And thankfully, there are people that do that. There are some goods and the bads with it. You you will get pictures of people eating a, you know, a turkey club sandwich um, and trying to sell that as news. Um, but for right. the most part, if you're a celebrity or you're a person in power, time is time is, you know, n limited now when it comes to if you're going to be a shithead, you're going to be found out, exposed. And the world would be a better place when we can get a lot of those people out of power or out of, uh, I guess, um, you know, influence. Agree. Hard agree. Absolutely. Well, good deal. Well, Eric, I think this has been, I think this has been good. Uh, thank you for, for your insights and, and giving me not one, but two opportunities to mansplain. Um, good, good, good stuff. Thank you listeners for listening, I guess is, is the easiest way to say that. I hope you all enjoyed it. Maybe you learned a thing. Maybe, maybe it was just entertainment for you, but thanks for hanging in there. And until next time, I, I hope y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. 
If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast.